You know, one of the things that I said in the last class, and probably worth repeating here, you know, is what I see in the voice camp is how valuable it is for the guys reaching out to each other and really helping and serving <coughs> each other. Really important for you all to be producing a really good, positive atmosphere by talking to each other, talking and reaching out to the girls that don't get it yet, that need help, really trying to help them, letting, you know, some open up and talk about things that they're struggling with. You know, it's easy for us to get a lot out of the camp, but I think for many of you, really focusing on what can you get and how can you help and strengthen others. This is an opportunity that maybe some of these young ladies will never again have to be around so many spiritually strong people, to be in such an environment that's filled to open up and talk and be real. So let's try to do the best we can to make sure that all of the young ladies that want that have an opportunity to really be strengthened and be close to some spiritually strong uh, girls here. I think that's really helpful. Alright, we are looking at 313. Would somebody read 13 to 18? He starts with a challenging question. Who among you is wise and understanding? Isn't that something we all want to be? Wise and understanding. Well, who does he say it is? How do you show that you're wise and understanding? By what you do. Often people think they show it by a clever argument or by saying smart things. He says you really show it by your behavior. What kind of behavior? Good deeds and the gentleness of wisdom. True wisdom is gentle, not arrogant, not harsh, not uh, quarrelsome. And he's really going to start working on that idea. What I really think is there were a lot of divisions and dissensions among the brethren that James was writing to. So he's really trying to go back to the kind of wisdom that they have. Godly wisdom produces gentleness and good deeds. On the other hand, verse 14, if you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition in your heart, then, then you're wrong. So often people are selfish and jealous and trying to get their way. They're trying to get people to look up to them. They're trying to establish their position. And that's just totally against the truth. That's totally against God's will when we are self-seeking and partisan in what we do. Where does that kind of wisdom come from, according to James? Yeah, look at verse 15. Not from above, but earthly, natural, demonic. 
That's where that wisdom comes from. You don't want any part of that. Mine says devilish. I didn't know that was a word. It is. It means the same thing as demonic. It comes from Satan. Satanic would be another way to say it. He says where there's jealousy and selfish ambition, there's disorder in every evil thing. The jealousy and the selfishness will produce chaos and confusion and strife, fighting, quarreling, and all that kind of stuff. That's worldly wisdom. That's demonic wisdom. That's the kind of stuff that was going on among them, I think. And it should not have been. Look, on the other hand, at verse 17. The wisdom from above is first pure. You know, you never compromise truth. First pure, then peaceable, gentle, reasonable, easy to reason with. You know, godly wisdom is not selfish. Godly wisdom is not trying to get its own way. Godly wisdom is not stubborn, but it's conciliatory. It's willing to listen. It's ready to yield. Some people think it's a disgrace to change their mind. So they're stubborn and headstrong. But godly wisdom, you can always reason with it. That's the kind of spirit we need to have. The peace-loving, gentle, meek, humble spirit. And he says in verse 18, the seed whose root is righteousness is sown in peace. Now he said in 120, the anger of man does not achieve the righteousness of God. Righteousness is sown in peace. You can produce a crop of righteousness so much better in a peace atmosphere than in an angry, quarrelsome atmosphere. So we really need to be people who strive for peace through our gentleness, our humility, and, and all that sort of thing. That's the kind of mentality he wants it to have. Comments and questions? Well, I think the next ch- section will show even more why he says this. Chapter 4, verses 1 to 5.